What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary, and Dane is not here today. But I do have no excuse on the line. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Hi, Gary. How are you? Coming to you live this morning at 6 a.m. from Tokyo, Japan. I know. Me Tokyo too. It's that. Tokyo. I'm here. And it's like, oh, my goodness. It's really early to be up, I think. <laughs> and I apologize. I apparently have some kind of, you know, creeping disease that uh, makes me cough and stuff. So I apologize to all of you in advance if I, you know, cough your ears out. So please forgive me for that. So today's conversation is... uh, The art of consumption. The art of consumption, yeah. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's like the thing is, do you breathe? Yeah. Yeah. Do you breathe because you have to? Because you want to? Yes. Or because it's natural? Because it's natural. All three of those things. Yeah. And the reality is the same thing applies when we do things like, uh, you know, like consuming. You know, we don't really have a choice about consuming air because without it, we would die. Sorry. Exactly. But in in this reality, Gary, there's so much judgment about what it is to consume or be a consumer or consumerism or if you're consuming too much, it's evil, it's bad, it's wrong, you're materialistic, all of these things come into play and all these judgments about how awful, wicked, bad, horrible, and shameful it is. But if you actually look up the definition of the word um, to consume or consumption, a long time ago, what it meant was to take under, to integrate, and to involve, rather than um, to indulge in, and all of that. There was a, a, an element of shame that got attached to, to uh, consuming and consumption. Um, along the time when Christianity started to really take its grip uh, on Western civilization, which I found very interesting... So if you became a Christian, you had to consume. Well, if you became a Christian, you had to consume, but you had to think it was wrong. Oh, that. Yeah, well, God knows it's always got to be wrong. It can't be anything good. (laughs) Exactly. But what's been so cool in my life, Gary, is, I mean, the reason why we're doing this call, and and you came up with this title, The Art of Consumption, was... I mean, we have this business, for example, in um, Australia called the Antique Guild that uh, sort of happened accidentally um, in Australia because, you know, everyone should have an antique business in Australia. Um, And everybody should, like, you know, should have a, you know, have a business in a country where they don't live. Yes. And, or in several countries because, you know, why not consume in every place that you can? Um, But... uh, you know, we don't sell things that people, quote-unquote, need. You know, they're necessities for living. We sell 
what they might desire or, or we sort of furnish how they would like to live in their lives with you know, I, the finer silver. I think it is something they need. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you can get by in life with, you know, survival mode and utilitarianism and sort of, you know, just enough to get by, the bare minimum, the basics, the, you know, the hard-ass mattress that no one really wants to lie down on. Yes. But I don't like those kind of things. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I read the I read the fairy tale about the princess and the pea. Mm-hmm. I went, that's me. <laughs> I can feel feel bump under twelve mattresses. Oh, that is so funny! You know, in the in the Victorian Albert Museum in London, there's this bed that's like 15th century, and it's they show how all of the different layers of the bed are made, and it reminded me of the princess and the pea because it's got like. Ten different layers of padding to it, and I just thought, "Wow, they made better beds then than people are buying now." And this bed was from a brothel at the time, and it was beautifully carved in oak and had all of these different people's initials in it and things said, and you know, it gave new meaning to another notch on the bedpost kind of a thing. Um, and it was absolutely beautiful and had this marvelous story to it as well. And I was like, wow, what a way to live. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I wouldn't mind having a bed from a brothel. I have lots of interesting energy. Yeah. Hundreds of years of people shagging in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> so we have some and, callers, Chris, that we have to go to. You know, unfortunately, okay. we just get to put our point of view across People call in for you know to talk about anything except what our topic is. So the first okay, caller good. is from New York City, from New York, not necessarily city. Hello. Hello, Valerie. <laughs> Hi. So of course my question has nothing to do with the topic, but of course. I just came from a rehearsal of Once Upon a Mattress, which is the story of the princess and the pea. <laughs> That's cute. So. So yeah, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Not my question, but my day did. Um, <laughs> oh, good. So, my question is, is when I start to make choices that are toward what I want to create, like I feel the expansive, blooming energy that starts to come up, and then... Every time I tend to feel then this need to, like, recover from this expansive energy, like it's too much or something, and I Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Valerie, have you had people tell you your whole life that you're too much? Sometimes, yeah. So maybe for you, life is about having too much. And being too much. <laughs> so maybe this was about the art of consumption. Maybe yeah. life is about having too much. <laughs> so what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about always being too much, having too much, creating too much, doing too much, and never having it right? Are you using to create the need to not 
be the brilliant consumer you could truly be. Everything that Ooh. is time to God, Zoe, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this is energies and like almost like this metallic kind of energy came up, like a picture in my mind. I have no idea what that means, but <laughs> okay. <sighs> Well, that's, you know, that's perfect. Because the reality is, it's like the thing is, the art of consumption is the willingness to recognize not what you need, but what you desire that will expand your life. And it's like I was poor, poor, poor. And I was, I read a book called The Penny Capitalist. And I met the author and it's like, and it, we actually got it to publish in our bookstore. And, uh, Wonderful man. He just died recently. But what he did is he looked at he looked at what you need to do to create your life. And, you know, I would have $10, and I could have a choice. I could go out and buy a cup of coffee with $10, or I could go out and buy some antique somebody else didn't know was an antique that was worth more than $10 that I would then <coughs> be able to sell down the road. And I have built... A small fortune doing that. It's like you have to learn how to spend your money to create, and spending money is consumption. You have to learn yeah. how to spend your money to create more money instead of spending your money to be happy about what you're not happy about so you can be unhappy as you really are. Mm hmm. Yeah. I do that with my money all the time. It's okay. like creating a little comfort so they don't feel so bad about what your life is really like. Yeah, it doesn't really work. No. So, what have you made so vital value and real about being too much, having too much, creating too much, or doing too much? Are you using to create the need or not the need to not be the brilliant consumer you truly would be? So it's like if you used your money to consume that which was an addition to your life, rather than something that made you feel good temporarily, what kind of difference would that make to your life and living? I'm sure a lot, because I've, I've never done that with my money. Good. So we would like to recommend that, wouldn't we, Chris? Say that again? We would like to recommend you start doing that with your money. <laughs> so everything that you just trying to create it all. Mm-hmm, yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. It's amazing no. what can happen if you start to do that. Um, my, my partner and I started this with what in Australia we call shrapnel, which is the spare oh. change that you come home with at the end of the day. And we started collecting it over a couple month period in a jar. And eventually there was an auction coming up and we decided to trade it all in at the bank and find out how much money we had. And we had about $500. And we went to the auction and bought 10 things that were each about 50 bucks and sold them for more. You know, we each of the things we had an idea or knew that it was going to be worth more. And we ended up turning that $500 into $3,000. And then that $3,000 into so much more. And along the way, it isn't necessarily just about the money that it's added to our life, but everything in our life 
started to get better. And everything we've done as a job has started to get better and more interesting and more fun for us. So it, it doesn't have to look like that for you, but that's one of the possibilities of something that you can do that will add to your life in more ways than you can imagine. And if you're anything like me, where having money was always the issue or having things, um, mm-hmm. you know, I could always create money, but having it was not necessarily my storm suit. This can be the, the coolest way to do that. So that, since I've never done that with my money before, and I know you're saying that's not necessarily the way it has to be for me, what's something I can ask to figure out what I would like, how I could start to do that with my money? Well, one of the tools is, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? If I don't choose it, what will my life be like in five years? And you'll feel which one is more expansive. Cool. That's like, the thing is, it's like, I'll do that when I buy a shirt. <laughs> yes. And it's like... I do that with cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that with, I used to buy, you know, shirts and stuff. <laughs> hey, it had to be a good deal because I'm Scottish. But B, I I thought it would ma- it made me feel better for the first thirty seconds that I had it. Mm-hmm. Thirty seconds is not your life. It's a bad sex yeah. life. So you got to be willing to expand your life to create something greater. So you got to look at. What do I want to create as my life? The art of consumption is recognizing you want to create more of a life, not be where you are 10 years from now. Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So something that just came up while I was asking you these questions Another time I called in, and while I'm asking these questions, or if I start talking about these types of things with other people, I get really, really nervous. Like, I feel like what I'm asking or what I'm saying is extremely weird. And I, like, actually start to kind of shake a little bit. Let's see. What was the process about being too much? Yeah. That's when you start to be too much. More than other people can have, you talk. You keep talking more, thinking they're going to approve. This doesn't work. Mm. But also, how excited are you for asking for what it is that you'd actually like your life or the change that you actually would like to have? Super excited! Like, are you nervous or are you super excited? Yeah. Once I figured out that question, I was always excited. Never yeah, nervous. That's considered too much, honey. <laughs> well, I want to be too much then. <laughs> that's right. That's what you want to do. Claim on and acknowledge how you can be too much in every situation. Woo-hoo. Ooh. Cool. Go after that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> awesome. Do I have time for one more question? Sure. Well, we only got uh, two and a half minutes till we go to break, but go for it. Why not? Okay. So, different subject. When I start, again, feeling like I'm creating expansive energies and there's much more possibility, it's as yeah. if I can start seeing 
this other like dimension or like reality around me. Like it's not through my eyes and it's not in my thinking brain. It's like, I feel like I start becoming aware of this different space. And sometimes the space is empty. Sometimes the space has like different colors or energies in it. I wondered what you thought about that. It's like, it's just awareness. See, awareness is like, it could be the awareness you have of other people's universes. It could be the awareness of, you know, a choice that would allow you to have a bigger universe if you chose it. It could be all kinds of things. I can't give you an answer for that. But I would ask if I felt that way, good. How do I use this to my advantage? Okay. Of, like, no, I don't have to decide just, what it is first. I can just ask. Yeah, just ask. How can I use this? Well, again, the art of consumption is the willingness to use everything you're aware of anytime you get a chance to be aware. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thank you, guys. Well, yeah, that's okay. that for me. Thank you for calling in, Valerie. Take care, sweetness. Okay. Oh, that was Valerie. Um, so there we go. So, you know, from my point of view, the art of consumption is knowing what's actually going to create more in your life. Be willing to use an innate ability. I mean, we all have an innate ability to consume. It's just natural. It's like, if you don't believe it, get a child. They consume like crazy. What? Get a dog or a cat. You know? But it's also of the willingness to add to your life constantly, to never settle yeah. for things as they are now, but always willing to go, do you know what? No, I actually, this isn't enough for me. Or I'm aware of so much more that is out there that we could implement, have, you know, institute all of that. Um, and even just energies, it's not necessary. It's not about having things. And that's what this reality tells us it is. It's not about having things. It's about being greater. Mm. You know, what would happen if you were being greater at all times? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the willingness to be greater is the recognition that there's greater possibilities in the world. Why would we not choose that? Wow. Are we almost at break time? Because we could go on to that Lots of directions. I mean, it brings up for me. Yeah, no. But we also have other callers. So we're going to take a break now, folks. We'll be back in a few minutes with some more consumption. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? 
When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. Would you like to be a part of creating a sustainable future on planet Earth? The El Lugar Foundation, created by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Heer, is a non-for-profit organization providing alternative ways of working with and preserving land for a sustainable future. To donate and learn more, go to crowdrise.com forward slash change the course of R. What kind of Earth would you like to see passed on to the next generation and beyond? Crowdrise.com forward slash change the course of R. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to work. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, here we are on the Access Cards for the Show on Voice America. So we have Romana from Slovenia. What can we do for you, Romana? Mark. Well, we don't have Romana. Okay, we have Mary from Mexico. Hello, Mary. Hey. Well, did I hear I hear static? No. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we fine. can hear you, Mary. Okay, good. Sometimes when I think about a person, for example, there's a physician that someone I know doesn't particularly like, I get this sense of energy. Is it anywhere near accurate and how can this kind of thing bring me more mula? Bring well, me more okay. Add more to my life. Yes, but it's innate as a humanoid. You want to have more in your life. Having less does not seem like fun, does it? Have you? You're kind of cutting out, Gary. It's. Have you have you tried having less in your life? Um. Every day. And how does that work for you? Uh, not very good. And it makes you happy to do that, right? Uh, not exactly. I guess part of me likes it, but the rest of me sure doesn't. Well, the thing is, it's like when you get to the point where you recognize that you desire more, you require more, and you're willing to have more, the art of consumption is recognizing that the consumption itself is not what creates the choice. It's the fact that you create that expands your life. It's like when you start to try and do less and have less and create less, what it does is it diminishes every energy in your life, which diminishes the energy of your body and starts to kill it off. I was listening to your first caller, and it was right on my radar as well. Thank you. Very much on my radar. 
yeah, you know, it's like a cup of coffee is nice, but is that enough for you? But we try to be satisfied with what we can get. It's like I went to went to Europe in 1973, I think it was, and I was in Europe and I was living in Spain, and I had to live on two dollars and fifty cents a day. So once a week, I'd go into town and get a coke, which was fifty-three pesetas, which was about fifty cents at the time, and I would go into town and get a coke because that was a luxury I could not afford. When we function from this is a luxury I cannot afford, then we create not affording rather than, okay, how can I increase this and have more of this in my life? But how can the awareness I'm getting of the energy of others, how can I use that in my own life to the best well, purpose for all concerned? Well, you don't want to do it for best purposes because that requires judgment. It requires use what? This judgment. Best purpose is always looking at judgment. Okay, good point. You want to look for possibilities, not judgment. So you got to ask, what you know, how can I use this to my advantage? What is it I'm aware of? Nobody else is. Because that's really where you're sitting in. When you have these awarenesses, you have to look at it and go, okay. So I, you know, it's like I'd like to have a lot more awareness in my life. <coughs> I would keep that look getting like? these awarenesses to at least noticing them are newer. It may not be new itself, but noticing it is new. And I'm not sure of the accuracy of the awarenesses. Would you comment on that, please? Well, the thing is, don't try to make them accurate. Ask about the energies. How can you use those those energies, I can use those to your advantage. Because the problem is okay. what we tend to do is we tend to try to come to conclusions and answers about what the energies are rather than looking at, okay, I'm aware of this. How do I use this? Good point. Like yeah, I'm trying to find out if the information I'm getting is correct, shall we say. Yes. And I don't yes. need that information at all, do I? No. Just there's energy just there, and how can I use it, right? Yeah. Because, yes, because the reality is it's like you can have all kinds of awarenesses of all kinds of things. What does it create? Nothing. It's like if you come to a conclusion about it, does it create anything? It creates no. less. Creates less than nothing. You don't want to come to a conclusion about anything. You want to come to everything that is possible. This is why you ask. And, and start <laughs> noticing. Yeah. Without judgment, that's that yes. can be a, a little um, ditzy at times, shall we say? Oh God, all the training and judgment we humans get—it's hard to abandon it. No, it is. It's just hard to, you know. It's like you just have to start to recognize it's not actually serving me. Because usually the reason you hold on to judgment is because it somehow has served you. It's like yeah. if it's you know you look at it and you go, is this servicing me? It's not servicing me. Why do it? Maybe if I ask myself that, it will bring it more to the surface and okay. abandon what I've been doing. Yeah. No, but you don't have to abandon it. You just have to stop doing it. Stop doing what doesn't work. That's the real art of consumption. Stop doing what doesn't work. 
and shift how yeah, it, yeah. how I do it. Yep. Okay. What's your okay. Thank you. De nada. Adios. Adios. Bye. Okay, so there we go. So, Chris, wasn't that there interesting? Can you say more about that? The art of consumption is when you stop doing what doesn't work. I would love more information yeah. about that because I've never heard that before. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's the thing is, when you know something doesn't work, you're consuming what doesn't work. What is that going to create? Less uh-huh. that doesn't work or more that doesn't work? Ah, so the art of it is not doing what doesn't work. Yeah, it's, the not, it's noticing this isn't working. What frig am I doing this for? Ah, <laughs> uh, in the, in, when you're having the art of it, there's an elegance that you have as well, where it's, things are so effective without effort. Yeah. And the thing is, you get there by recognizing, this doesn't work, I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. Oh, you know, I, fantastic. I, I, I just had a, a lights-on moment. Thank you for that. Cool. That's great. Okay, we have Romana from Slovenia back. Romana, what's up? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? Hi, Romana. Yes. Hi, guys. Gary, I missed you so much. Thank you. Well, what doesn't work for me is uh, my resistance to drawing, all forms of drawing, freehand, computer drawing, <laughs> and my so, diploma is in architecture. Okay, if it doesn't really work, why do you keep choosing? Well, when I get there's something in my throat that is literally choking me. Okay. So why wouldn't you choose something else? I would love to. Choking to death doesn't work, does it? Yes, please change that. No, you have to change it. You have to say, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't care what this looks like. I'm not doing this. Whatever it takes, I'm getting out of this crap. It's a demand you have to make of yourself. It's not something we can pock and pod. You have to realize this doesn't work. I am done with this. I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna do this routine. You know, it's like if you have a bad relationship where somebody beats you up. And you stay in it. Is that a, does that make it a good relationship eventually? No. So what would happen if you acknowledge the fi- the fact that you are really, you know, you don't need to have that space of being beaten up. You know, but the thing is, in our lives, what we do is beat ourselves up about the craziest crap. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah, but it's like you got to look at it and go, you know what? This doesn't work. Screw this. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. Whatever it takes, I'm getting out of this. And you have to make that commitment to yourself to create a different life based on the fact that you know that it doesn't work. It's just a choice. So this changing now when I'm talking to you and when I did all 
sorts of stuff on my own. It didn't change. Because you weren't committed. I'm committed to you changing. Oh. You are not committed to you changing. You go back to consuming the crap of your life. Yeah, exactly. So think this, okay? Think, I am dedicated to the crap consumption of my life. I am dedicated to the crap consumption of my life. I am dedicated to the crap consumption of my life. I am dedicated to the crap consumption of my life. I'm dedicated to the crap consumption of my life. So you feel lighter or heavier? Lighter. Okay. Good. And a lot of heat in my body. You've got to be willing to look at it and go, hey. This is cheesy. I'm not going to do this. This is crappy. I'm not going to do this. Okay. Yeah. Choose. Choose again. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, sweetness. Take care. I love you. Love you. Bye bye. Okay. We have Siri from Chicago. Hi. Hi, Siri. What's up? Can you guys hear me okay? I'm on Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Wonderful. I am so glad to be on here. I'm usually seeing clients during this time and haven't been able to call, even though I've desired to do so for so long. So, yay! Yeah, but I think I talk to you all the time. My phone's name is Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. Not the same, but thank you anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I just wanted to um, call in and say thank you for all that's shown up since the Vancouver Foundation class. Cool. Um, it's so much dynamic. I mean, way more than I could ever imagine. I sold my condo easier, faster, and in a, and more profitably than I could ever have imagined. Um, and that's part of... It was already in the works before the foundation class, and then after that, it was like, whoosh, so much faster. It has been nonstop ever since. And and for a long time, the, the, my condo felt like an anchor. So now that I don't have it, literally the closing was yesterday. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, I'm just so giddy. I'm like, ah, oh, so awesome. Um, I feel like, I'll, you know, this is, air balloon just like floating away it's so awesome um and and as i was approaching the closing i was even even as i was putting it on the market it opened up being willing to let it go and let it go with so many other things um opened up me considering not just moving out of the state but moving out of the country and i was super excited about that and playing with the energy of that and then things have shifted again, and I, it got all convoluted with a lot of distractions. I've been doing, I've been reading the Utopian Ideals book, and that kind of broke a bunch of things apart, um, and a lot of clearing statements. And I spoke with a certified facilitator yesterday that was a huge contribution, and I realized I was making a decision instead of a choice. Good. 
So I, I did a lot of clearing. I just sat with it for like an hour or two yesterday just doing all these clearing statements um, about the projections and expectations about staying or going. And, and now I'm back to being excited about leaving Chicago and living somewhere else. And I would love some clarity about how, like, what criteria to choose, to use to choose the place, because I'm so open to wherever. I'm just like, everywhere, why not? Like, <laughs> I'm just so excited about not being weighed oh. down by the condo, but it's just like, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> yes, you're, you know, you're one of those gypsies of consciousness. <clears throat> you yeah, want to just... And I, and I haven't been able to, I haven't allowed myself to really live the gypsy life that I've desired until now. Like, I've been living in Chicago as an adult my whole life. Well, you sound like you're about 25. That's not very long. <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> I am closer to 35. Okay, well, that's still not very long. When you get close to my age, then you can talk about it. Otherwise, shut up. You're fine. You're young. You're silly. <laughs> so we're at the at the end of our time on this this particular segment so we're gonna have to go to break shortly so if you want to hold on we can come back and talk about that a little bit more if that works for you yeah i would love that Thank okay you. good so thanks everybody this is access consciousness on the empowerment network and uh hold on we'll be back shortly with some more weird points of view. Thank you. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Access Possibility School, a place where kids have a sense of themselves to an extent that few kids do. Have you ever wondered where the schools are that inspire, excite, and encourage our kids to step beyond what even they thought was possible? Places where teachers ignite a sense of wonder and stimulate questions and encourage students to play. Access Possibilities School was created for those kids who are different, who fall through the cracks in the regular school system, whether they have been labeled as disabled or are the ones who want to soar, to fly instead of walk, or who are unable to attend a regular brick-and-mortar school for whatever reason. These are the kids who attend our school. Access Possibility School is a private, online school that offers a U.S. curriculum for kids around the world from grades kindergarten through 12. For more information, please go to www.accesspossibilityschool.com. Do you love the clearing processes from Gary and Dane on the show? Are you getting the most out of them? Did you know that if you loop them while you sleep or while you work, the change will be even deeper and more dynamic? For only $10 per month, you can get all the processes from every show recorded on a loop just for you. It's called the Pearls of Possibility, and it's our way of inviting you to more change with ease. To sign up for Pearls of Possibility, go to pearlsofpossibility.com and start having faster change now. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. 
To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. It's Gary and Chris. Hey, everybody. Chris Hughes here. We are in Tokyo. And it's. Ah, uh, Tokyo, Japan. Yes, I like Tokyo, Japan. It's very nice. I do too. It manages to be big. Like, there's so much here and so many people, but it's, it still manages to be clean and organized. Yeah. I'm amazed because it's like it is is the cleanest big city I've ever been in in my life. This is very interesting. You know, how is it possible to keep? I mean, there's there's a building here. It was probably built in between 1960 and ni- 1980, and it's like it's stark white, and it's like it doesn't have any like streaks down it of ugly. And I'm always amazed when people leave streaks of ugly. You know, it's, it's just yeah, sit on their buildings. Yeah. Ah, but that's an interesting element of the art of consumption because yeah. it's like having great shoes or a great car and not taking care of it, not maintaining anything in your life. It's and something that uh, Simone we were talking today and Simone had said, um the people that she knows that are willing to have more in their life and willing to have a bigger life are all willing to get up and do it themselves and work for it to have it. And that isn't necessarily always how it shows up, but there isn't that element of lazy in their life. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. I mean, what's come up for me so far over the course of this um, VA uh, is uh, the idea of luxury is so different when you when you look at it from the point of view that we've been talking about of taking away what doesn't work in your life or not necessarily taking away but going hey this doesn't work for me I want more or why do I keep doing this that doesn't work what if what if instead it, there was another possibility there was another way to do this there was something else I could add that to me is true luxury. Yeah, exactly. And the real luxury is the art of recognizing that you have choice. You know, it's like, what do you want to choose? I mean, there are people who said, <coughs> have said to me, yeah, but you just, you know, it's like all you want is the uh, expensive stuff. I go, no, I actually don't. I want great stuff, not necessarily expensive stuff. Expensive can yeah. be great, but you got to be willing to have the great in order to have a greater possibility. So what are we looking to create with the point of view we're taking? And it's like your point of view creates your reality, not reality creates your point of view. So we still have Siri on the line. Siri, we were going to talk about something else, and I have CRS, can't remember shit, so I forgot. We were going to talk about Siri's, the choices that Siri has available now that she sold. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, you got a couple of choices. You can get a globe, spend it as fast as you can, and stick your finger on it, and wherever it stops, that's where you're going to go. Or 
you can go, okay, buddy, where do we need to go to create the most for us? Because in reality, you're in a reality that's based on bodies. So you got to be willing to have have where your body wants to go more than where you want to go. So are you still there, Siri? I don't think she is, but she's listening. I think we lost her. Okay. I'm there here. you are. Hello? Okay, good. There you are. I was listening the whole time. It was just kind of cutting out a little bit. I um, want to make sure that I heard you correctly. So the first idea was to take a globe and spin it, and then whatever your finger lands on, go on that. Yeah. Go there. And the other one Weird. was asking your, my body. Body, where do you want to go? What feels mm-hmm. good to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. And take take six months and go traveling to find out what is really true for you. That's exactly what I was actually being way more cautious and doing like, oh, let's do a month or two. But six months just sounds very luxurious. Speaking of luxury. Like an oh, adventure. That's the adventure so of living. and fun. <laughs> yeah. See, in 1970, I went on... I went to Europe for six months. And granted, there were times when I had no money. And granted, there were times when I had to, you know, call my mother and get her to send me a hundred bucks so I could eat. But ultimately, the thing that was most amazing to me is that I was, I, you know, it's like what I became aware of is I had to choose who I was going to be. You know, it's like when you live in a place for a long time, you become, you know, your mother's child, your dog's owner, your car's owner, your job's person. And it's like, none of it has anything to do with actually what is you. And so you have to look yeah. at it from the point of view of, you know, me. If I was me, what would I choose? And that was the greatest thing about being gone for six months because I didn't know anybody. <clears throat> so I could create myself new every single solitary day. And when you can create yourself new in every single solitary day, it's a whole new universe where you begin to see the gift you are in reality. I mean, that's part of why I've traveled so much as, you know, as it is. I love that. I love traveling. And but what's coming up, a lot of energy coming up when you're talking about it, because it, um, not because, but uh, a lot of energy related to, oh, I, I don't want to waste my skills. Like, I have all these gifts and skills that are benefiting people here and that are affecting a lot of change here. So, it wouldn't work anyplace else in the world, right? Exactly. <laughs> but to, to potentially not use those skills or gifts for six months, that's not true, right? Like, I would probably still use them. Even though as I was traveling and flitting around everywhere like a little fairy. The one thing I know about you is you will find a way to use it. That's true. Okay. You know. But yeah, there's there's stuff about waste that that I'm gonna talk about a ton after we get off this call. Okay, good. Talking about that waste thing. First of all, nothing is a waste. Everything is always a creation. It's like people waste money 
because they never try to use their money to create anything. But that's about the only thing people waste really well. Other than that, everything's good. Okay. 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 Thank you. That was a huge contribution. Thank you so much. And for everything that, all the change that you threw at us multiple times, it's happening and it keeps happening and and showing up. And so thank you to you and Dane. And, and hi, Chris. Um, I'm, I hope I this uh, Art of Consumption class goes really well. It sounds really awesome. Thank you. It would be. Because we're going to do it. Uh, Chris and I are doing a class on the art of consumption. It's a six-week telecall. So if any of you find that this Actually, is interesting. It's a, Gary, uh, it's a three-day telecall starting August Oops. 1st. It, it's first, Oops. second, and third of August. Although it could be a six-week telecall. We could always do it. We could change that. But it's the first, second, and third. And you can find out more by going to accessconsciousness.com slash art. And you can find out more, read about it, register there. Um, all of that sort of good stuff is on the Access Consciousness website. So it's accessconsciousness.com slash art. Thank you, Chris. I'm glad somebody knows. I know nothing. <laughs> Thank you so I much for calling in. So take care. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. And we have Vesna from Australia. Hi, Gary. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi. Good. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, well, very happy to be on. And thank you for being the gift. Like, the things you're providing is just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I wished I would have known about it 10 years earlier, but hey, better later than never. That's right. Be happy with what you got. <laughs> you know? So, I do have kind of two questions and, and they are more or less actually on the topic of joy. I kind of had it mixed up. I thought it would be about joy, but maybe it can be connected together. So my first question is, or the thing, well, thank you for the pathetic one. I'm over it, of being pathetic. Um, so the first question is, I have been, uh, has to do with, with my sexual being. As a child, I had been quite, um, had a lot of sexual energy, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And from that, like I'm remembering very little to nothing of my childhood. So any time between I had been, let say, nine and, and 13, it's gone. So now me being kind of adult or grown up, what can I do? do to awake or to get the joy of sex and, and, and sexual energy back into my life so that I actually have a joyous life instead of walking around like a numb robot? <laughs> what clearing well, could I do? Well, what question can I be to... Let me ask you a question. Had, yep. Let me ask you a question. Are you a walk-in? Oh, uh, yes or no? Yeah. Okay, good. That's why you can't remember before then. Okay. You walked in after that time. So you don't have the memories of before that time. Well, I just, uh, all the only memories I do have is like a picture. But nor can I 
kind of, you yes, know, yeah. recall because it or what, feel it. There's just pictures, flashes. Yes, but when, see, what happens is when you are a walk-in, <coughs> sorry, when you're a walk-in, you have this place where you, yeah, it's like where somewhere along the time that you took over the, the, the body, it's like the previous occupant decided they were going to die or they wanted to die. So mm-hmm. you were flying over and it, you saw this you know, body available sign and you went in and took it. And it's like wow. the pictures, what the old being has available, but they can't give you all the memories. Yeah. So you got to look at it and go. So, so can we remove all the 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 beings that are in there that were previous walk-ins? I would love to. Okay. So, how many are there in there? One, two, three, four, five, or six? What kind of four? Okay. Good. So, are you five? Or are you four? You're number five. Okay, good. So one through four, what's the value of holding on to this body? Who were you before you took this body? Who were you before that? Who were you before that? Who were you before that? And who will you be in the future? Now, close your eyes. Is there more space or less space in your body? Oh, I'm just kind of uh, feeling jittery. (laughs) Uh. Okay, more space or less space? There's no right or wrong answer. More space or less space? It's the same to me right now. Okay. So now you have total control over your body. The original occupants won't have any control, which means you'll be able to create whatever sexual energy you desire. Okay? Cool. And I'm is there done. a process I can run with this one? Because I did try this different facilitators to work on it, and what I... Got so far from tools didn't get me. Yeah, get your bars run. Okay? And I hate to do it, but we're out of time. We have completed our show. So, sorry, honey. So, you take care. Thanks for calling in. Thank you all for being here. And I hope you learned something about the art of consumption. I sure did. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And I facilitate it. (laughs) I know. So it's like the thing is we should learn every day because that makes life better. And that's the argument. Exactly. So thanks, Chris, for being on here with us. Thanks for joining us, folks. And we'll see you next week on Access Consciousness on the Empowerment Network. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.